The pandemic has brought massive changes to Ontario's public education system. This shakeup has left parents with a lot of questions about whether their children still have rights within the public school system. And in a system struggling to cope with all the extra COVID-19 related demands, it can be hard to get school administrators and teachers to find time for parents' concerns. While there have been changes, even big changes due to the pandemic, students do have rights. Although they are not always the ones that parents wish they had. In this edition of the podcast, I will go over what rights students still have during the pandemic. I'm John Schumann, a lawyer with 20 years experience practicing education law in Toronto. In this podcast, I will explain some of the children's rights and student rights that have raised questions during the pandemic. This includes when children can change learning streams, how they can be prevented from coming to school, whether they can still have their special needs accommodated, and what they can do if they get sick at school. Many parents have raised the point that children have a right to attend their home school and want to insist that their children attend the school in their neighborhood, not the online school, even if that is what the parents had initially selected. There is no absolute right to an education under Ontario law. Oh. The Education Act does provide that children can attend the school designated to serve their home address. There are some ways that a school board can change a child's school especially to accommodate special needs or for safety concerns. Those considerations are not directly related to the pandemic. Ontario's Health Protection and Promotion Act authorizes a medical officer of health to order any person to refrain from pretty much doing anything to prevent the spread of a communicable disease. So there is plenty of authority to keep a student out of school during the pandemic. In addition to that, this past August, the Ontario government, while boasting it was not going to allow expulsion of students in grade 3 and below, gave school officials, not just principals, the right to kick any student out of their school indefinitely if they believe the student poses any risk to the safety or well-being of anyone else at the school. Hey. School boards have wanted that power for a long time to remove children whose disabilities made them impossible to expel. There will be challenges to the arbitrary or discriminatory use of that power. But until there are decisions in those cases, there is plenty of authority to prevent a kid from going to school. The changes to the Education Act over the summer of 2020 did not make any changes to the special education system in Ontario public schools. The challenges of reopening schools during the pandemic and setting up online learning fully occupied the attention and much of the resources of school boards. As a result, getting or adjusting accommodations for special needs students was delayed. Many suggested that the funding for school boards for this school year was insufficient to meet the usual needs and deal with the pandemic and all the additional costs of the new procedures, PPE, equipment, barriers, and other new expenses. Oh. Government departments and agencies of all types may say that the demands of the pandemic make usual accommodations for disabilities unreasonable in the circumstances. The law and the Constitution do allow the limitation on human rights to what is reasonable in the circumstances. However, it will not be the case that the pandemic will provide a blanket excuse to refuse accommodations or otherwise engage in discriminatory practices. The, there are cases pending to decide what should reasonably be expected to protect the disadvantaged in the pandemic. But those rules are not set out yet. Another question that parents ask is whether school boards will be legally responsible for the damages in court if their child gets COVID-19. 
A child catching the disease will not automatically make a school liable for damages. Of course, it will be necessary to prove that child caught the disease at school, but likely that will not be enough. The school will ha have to have been negligent in its handling of the pandemic to be at fault. That means the school or the principal or the teachers or the staff must have failed to do something that they were required to do. So if a school is not following the public health requirements for preventing the spread of the disease, it will likely be liable. If the school boards did all that they were required to do to stop the spread and a child still caught the disease, then it will be difficult for the court to find the school at fault. Although another parent who breached the public health directions and sent a sick child to school could be liable. The second part of any personal injury case is proving damages. Canadian courts do not hand out money just because someone was hurt. The courts order payments to cover expenses that arose because of the injury or illness that the defendant caused through negligence or otherwise. So if a child or the child's family are not out money for care costs, lost income or other expenses, even if the school is responsible for the child catching the disease, there may not be anything for the school to compensate for. When a child gets sick or injured at school, Parents should speak to a personal injury lawyer to determine the strength of any case. Why don't you have your lawyer call my lawyer? Keep in mind that not sending a child to school is not a zero harm option. It is just a different type of harm. Being out of school harms a child's social and academic development. Isolation can lead to potentially severe mental illness. Pediatricians have balanced the potential harm to children of catching COVID-19, which is fairly low, against the negative impacts on development and mental health which can be very high, and have recommended that in many, if not most cases, children should go to school. It would be best to speak to your child's doctor when weighing these risks. If your child is struggling in, in the school system and the school is not meeting his or her needs, or is ignoring a disability of any type, is permitting bullying or harassment or imposing unfair discipline, especially with respect to suspensions or expulsions, then you should speak to a good education lawyer about options that are specific to your child's situation. There are things that you can do, both legally and otherwise, but those plans are significantly more complicated during the pandemic, so expert advice will really help your child. Why don't you have your lawyer call my lawyer? You can also get a lot more Ontario Education Law information on www.schumanlaw.ca. Not only are there are many pages of Education Law information and links, but there are links to reach my office to meet with either me or one of my colleagues, because it's always best to get an education lawyer who can give you expert advice that is specific to your child's situation. In addition to my website, keep up to date on education law and children's law issues by liking my Facebook page, following me on Twitter at at and finding me on LinkedIn. Of course, please also subscribe to my YouTube channel and get the audio versions of the Ontario Family Law Podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud or at www.schumanlaw.ca. If you find this information helpful, please like this video so that other people can find it too. Thanks for participating in this podcast. We will get together again soon.